actually hearing the vibration of the sun. My name is Alex Young, and I am the Associate Director for Science in the Heliophysics Science Division here at NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. The dynamic imagery and sounds of the sun are on display at the NASA Goddard Visitor Center in Greenbelt, Maryland. The sun is vibrating at lots of different frequencies, ronal mass ejections, this whole thing we call space weather. So all of these things are connected, and that simple sound is giving us a probe. A collaboration between the European Space Agency and NASA. Sound of bliss, isn't it? The sound of bliss. They say Om is the sound, or rather, Om is the sound of uh, not just bliss, but it is it is a universal vibration. Uh, what does a universal vibration mean? A universal vibration means something that vibrates in everything in every part of our body, in every cell of our body. It is omnipresent. And it is not just present in every cell of our body, but in this entire universe, in this entire creation, in every nook and corner. That's of the Ganga, Om is present. The vibration is present. Scientists and researchers have found in the, in the flow of the rivers, in the mountains, in the shifts of the plates of this planet, they have discovered, the, they have heard the vibration that is all. And that vibration resonates within us as well. And we can listen to that vibration 
through yoga, through meditation, through sadhana, through the process of dharana and dhyana. sitting here on the banks of the beautiful ganga in the lap of the himalayas the founders of the vedantic philosophy and the and the vedas the mystics who meditated in the caves here and found themselves became became blossomed selves you know so each time when we come to the banks of this magange which is which has been a giver all the way each time we come here in the lap of these himalayas far away from the hustle and the bustle of the city we are reminded of our ancestors the mystics of the past the sages and the seers of the past have given us this knowledge of yoga this philosophy of yoga this practice of yoga these so amazing tools and techniques of yoga as we all know so when we come to places like these when we come to the shelter of magange and the shelter of the himalaya parvat we are reminded of the teachings of uh, the sages who lived here who meditated here went through this journey of yoga of dharana to dhyana and adhyana to samadhi and then they were able to realize the truth they had experiences and those experiences led to more experiences experiences were followed by realization and that realization became the wisdom that they shared with us so each time we come to the banks of magange this energy here in the mountains in the caves in in this river reminds us of the gift that we have been blessed with we are reminded of the huge potential of the huge treasure trove 
that we are, that resides within us. We just need to go deep within and explore that treasure. We just need to go deep within and master our mind. But before mastering first, we have to control our mind. And once we have transcended the boundaries of the attachments, of the chaos within, of the desires, of the fears, of materialism, of different kinds. Once we have transcended that and transcended more, then we start coming closer to that treasure trough. And one day comes when we finally are able to become that treasure itself. And when we become that treasure, when we are able to find that union with that treasure, to become our self, you know, then we are able to experience that state of ecstasy. That we all have been longing for since our birth. We all are chasing chasing success, chasing money, chasing wealth, chasing health, chasing relationships, chasing a lot of things. The, the chase just never seems to end. It's a never-ending chase. It's a chase of materialism. It's a loop. It doesn't end. It's a web. You will never be able to come out of it through it. It's a very strong attachment. to get out of that so that we can come closer to the bliss that we are, that we can become. That we have always wanted deep in the core of our heart. That the mystics have always inspired, motivated us to become that the energy in these mountains and this river is motivating us right now in this given moment to become that that has to be attained, that practice has to be taken to that has to be done We all are nature, aren't we? The river, the mountains, the water, our own body. It is all made of nature. Five elements, the panchatattvas that we speak of in yoga. The body is made of five sheets, the panchamaya kosha, and the physical sheath is made of five elements, the Panchatattvas. This, as uh, Lord Shiva, the Mahayogi, Adi Guru Shiva, preached to Ma Parvati in uh, the Pavan Swarodha, that uh, this body, this body and this universe, this creation is the same. The, the consciousness, the spirit is different, but this body and this universe is the same in one aspect, in one respect. 
and that is that all made of these five elements. So it has been said that out of the space, out of the Akasha came the Maruta and from the Maruta came the Agni, fire. From the Agni came the Jala, water. From water rose the Prithvi, the earth element. When these five elements come together, then they form this nature that we are seeing or this body that we are experiencing right now in this given moment, that we are enjoying, that we claim ourselves to be the master of right now in this given moment. We are the same. But uh, there is also the power of the consciousness that is the real uh, driving force behind this matter, behind these tatuas that creates the universe, what we call the cosmic consciousness or the universal consciousness. And of course, human beings, we all, uh, as beings, we have our own consciousness as well. And we are connected, this universe and this self, we are connected to each other through the consciousness. So we are, we are all a family. That is why they say, Vasudhaiva Kutumbakam. This rock is a friend. There are yogis who hug a tree, who embrace a tree, who embrace a rock, and the rock gives back. Of course, that is a state when you have transcended a certain distance. So once the transcension happens, a lot of things uh, happen. But uh, the first goal, the common goal of human beings on this world today must be transcend our mind first. We are continuously thinking of our own problems. We have a lot of problems in our life. So we are surrounded by problems. There is no doubt about that. Uh, everyone is seeking a solution. To different problems, they are seeking different solutions. Yoga is that one-stop shop solution. Believe it or not, it is that one-stop shop solution to all your problems because it takes you to your source. It takes you to your root. That is you. You have been the problem. You think you're surrounded by problems and you're looking for the solutions. You know what? You are the solution. So you need to find yourself. You need to blossom and become yourself. That's what you need to do. that is possible through yogic practices. There are tools and techniques like mantras, mudras, bhavas and many more tools that can take your inner journey to a new level altogether. Cut the clutter, it can take out a lot of problems out of your life. You will start, you will begin to think more positively 
you will begin to act more wisely. You will become more sharp, more intelligent, more calm. That is the goal, that is the first step goal of yoga. The ultimate goal, of course, is to, is to be the bliss that you are, is to be the ecstasy that you are. Thank you.